Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind Design. I'm your host, Rachel Pesso, and I'm so excited to bring on our guest today. We have Jada Selner, who is one of my long-term clients and friends, and I'm so excited to introduce her and share some more about what's going on. Welcome, Jada. I can't wait for everyone to hear everything about you. I'm excited to have this conversation with you, Rachel. And yeah, I feel like we've been playing together for a decade, actually. No, I was thinking like, did we meet back in 2014? Is that probably earlier than that? Because my personal brand website launched in May of 2014. So I feel like we had to have met earlier than that. Yeah. It's really amazing because we live in the online space so much that we don't even realize sometimes how long our relationships have been going on for. And it's been so many years of collaborating and it's just been a really beautiful thing. So first and foremost, tell everybody what you do. I really want people to understand the depth of who you are and what your brand is about. As you mentioned, my name is Jada, rhymes with Prada to help people remember And I'm a business coach, a mentor, I'm the author of Simple Green Smoothies, and she builds the Anti-Hustle Guide to Grow Your Business and Nourish Your Life, also the creator of She Builds Collective, which is a high-level holistic support squad for female founders, creative CEOs to grow their business in a way where they don't burn out and feel overwhelmed in the process. And what I'm really known for is being a vision doula for business, creativity, life, whatever is brewing inside of you, whatever is being called to be create next. I just love to hold big, powerful visions and then creating and co-creating the strategy to actually implement it and bring it out into the world. Love that. Hired uh, before previously for that exact thing. And it's amazing. Your level of dreaming is one that I've honestly never really have experienced with anyone else. So it's just such an amazing experience to go through that. And I love your process and obviously your mission in your brand. And so I'm really excited to dive a little bit into the behind the design of your brand and also your brand in general. Let's go back in time to 2014 when you launched your first brand. I want people to understand where you were then and what do you feel was the biggest thing that you were birthing at that time? Yeah. So at that time, I was in my company, Simple Green Smoothies, which I co-founded with my friend Jen Hansard. I have since then sold the half of my company in 2016 and she's running it full time but I was actually in this straddling transition. I got invited to speak at World Domination Summit, which is created, hosted by New York Times bestselling author, Chris Gillibo. And I remember my friend and mentor, Jonathan Fields, had said, hey, there's this event called WDS. Would you like to speak at it? And I'm like, H-E double hockey sticks. Yes. So exciting. It's 3,000 people in the audience. And I remember asking, am I talking about symbol green smoothies? Should Jen be on the stage with me? Really getting curious. And he was like, no, this is your story. 
And so it was the first time that I was thinking outside of just the business brand and, and what I had built with Simple Grain Smoothies. And we were growing really fast. And so then I was like, oh, crap, I need a destination for people to come to just my own personal brand and whatever that personal story is. And that was the urgency that was created on having a personal brand beyond just my company brand to have a personal brand, knowing that was coming up. And we launched on my birthday, May 21st, 2014. And that keynote that I delivered ended up really, that's how actually I met my literary agent wow. too. So wait, just the power of having all of those assets and pieces together of unpacking my story who I am in the world, what I'm building and creating. And I remember when we were working together, I was creating placeholders because I didn't really have a business. I was testing and experimenting on the side. We were creating assets for things. Maybe I'll try this. Let's create waiting list. If you come to even my website today, I still do the same thing where I'm holding the vision, a placeholder for an offering that I might want to offer to really step into the expanded vision and brand without all of the products and programs and offerings and services existing right away. I love that you brought that up because that is a really big part of what I want to help people understand when they're building a brand. Well, A, how you came to create your brand is generally how most people start to create their brand because most of the time we don't always have everything that we want to create right in that moment. And especially when you're getting started with an online business, it is a lot of holding a vision and then deciding this is something I'm going to try. Here's a placeholder. And for a lot of people's brand and websites, it's not the fake it till you make it, but it's okay. I'm putting out this story of who I'm stepping in to become. And I think there's a lot of that gets built on the backside of your brand that almost no one really hears about very often. And it's great the way that you just painted that picture because even now, 10 years later, you're still doing a similar process as you step into whatever is next. It's something that I love to be able to share with a lot of people because it can be really intimidating to start building your brand and so much comes up and you have to really embrace that unknown part and still be able to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really amazing. What do you think back then, back in 2014, once you launched, the impact of that brand for you, what kind of results did you see from actually going through that process, launching your brand, going to the event where you had it? What do you think it did for your brand back then? I would say the first thing was actually more of an internal thing for me of building confidence and having something that's physical, visual, a little bit tangible that someone can go to. So it felt like all of the ideas that were in my head were now on a way that I could see it too. So it gave me this embodied confidence of being able to tell people what I do, what I offer. I had a speaking page. And so I definitely, beyond World Domination Summit, spoke in many more places. I spoke in um, at ProBlogger in Australia. Someone saw me speak there and they were able to go to my website and the contact page and see all those pieces. It was just more opportunities and having a place for people to land and fill out the contact form, submit those things. I also, anytime I had a new offer because I was in Simple Green Smoothies for several more years and every quarter I would test a new idea. You were part of one of those tests, right? Where I did 
a six-month mentorship lab and being able to have a high-level mastermind for dreaming, masterminding, business growth. And I would just test new offers on that and was able to build my body of work over time, which would then become what's inside my book today. All of these iterations. I remember one of my first offers was a $500 90-minute session. Mm -hmm. And it was such a great test and experiment. And I remember I did a few and I was like, I don't want to do this. It just gave me this playground to experiment and test ideas out and realizing, okay, I'm going to replace that with a two-day retreat. I had those placeholders, as I mentioned, and I would just be able to rotate and and send you an email too and be like, hey, can we create a great new graphic that says this instead of that? Because I don't want to do the $500 90-minute session because I realized for myself that I really like to go deep with people. I really like to get to know them which also even shows how we've been able to collaborate over the years too, of there's something really beautiful and powerful about someone knowing you for a long amount of time and seeing the shift and evolution. So definitely having the personal brand website just gave me confidence when I was speaking, when I was doing podcasts, I could say, go to simplegreensmoothies.com, go to jadaselner.com. It felt like I was starting to build something And the biggest result for me is when I did sell half of my company in 2016, I had already been creating revenue in my Mm -hmm. personal brand. I was already making six figures in my coaching business before I even sold my company so that I wasn't stepping out of, even though there was still identity crisis, who am I, what do I do, all the things, what do I do without this company, having the website really allowed me to still be grounded and also to have a business. I'm the primary financial contributor in my family. And I couldn't just leave and take a big chunk of money and then leap and the net will appear. I really wanted a sustainable business model that I could step into and grow even deeper once I left my company. Yeah, that's amazing. You said so much goodness in that little last bit here. And I think One of the pieces that I think a lot of people don't realize when they're building a brand is that it is a place for you to live. It helps ground you. It helps you then try different things. It's almost like this, once you build it, you have these bones behind you that support you. And you're able to to leverage that by offering new offers. And it's not like you're changing your whole brand. And I think that is a really powerful thing. It's part of why I believe in building full custom brands because if you didn't have that base brand and you were changing offers and you were doing all different things, it would feel like maybe chaotic for some people. It wouldn't feel as cohesive. And I think because of the strong branding that we were able to to create together, you had that behind you, giving you the confidence to know, all right, I don't like this. I want to go in this direction. And your brand holds you. It really is like a, a support system for your business. I never really thought about it that way until I heard the way you described it. That makes total sense. People will learn so much from just hearing that because as you're going and diving into creating your brand, A lot of the times you have so many thoughts in your head to understand this. If you had known really what you were doing from that early stage, it would have been very supportive to have that information. So I'm excited that you shared that. On top of the positives from you creating your brand, what types of challenges do you see? Because 
A lot of the times it can be really overwhelming for people, all the different pieces, content, photo, process, timelines, all the kind of details that drive people nuts. What types of challenges did you face when it came to really building out your visual brand? Yeah, there's a couple. One is I'm not very efficient with words. So I have a, a lot to say and I write all of my copy. My websites have always been my own writing. And so that's always been a challenge for me, right? To write all those pieces. But what's been helpful, especially with us in collaborating together is the visual design actually gives me a positive constraint to work within. I might have a very long about page or long this or homepage. And then once I start to see the design and then I want to fit it into just that box. So that really helps me start to edit and trim things down to make it work in that way. Or I want every column to be equal amounts of lines and things like that. So I, I really love that challenge and playing with the creative constraint, but I wouldn't be able to create that on my own. It really needs to be a co-creation process. Another thing, and I think that this is so important for personal brands that I think a lot of people don't understand the power of photography and having really good visual images that can make or break a brand. You can have all this beautiful design, but integrating the visuals of who you are and your essence. And I remember my friend, Sarah Jenks, when I did the photo shoot, she was like, pull things from your home, things that you already love and appreciate. And because really what your personal brand should be is a reflection of the inside out, right? It's not like you're creating something of who are you, who is your essence or who are you stepping into and becoming? And so that was really helpful where I think there's this dance between wardrobe. You'll notice the clothes that I wear always tend to match the colors in my brand colors. For the first personal brand website, we actually pulled the colors from my clothes from the photo shoot versus the other way around. And then the photo shoot process is very challenging. And this has happened to me both times in the first branding session with you. And the second is the fear for a lot of women who have been socialized as females growing up Mm is that how you look or how you're perceived or body image and size and all those things. There was definitely every single time, oh, I wish I was a different size or all these things. And I really learned from the second photo shoot because I knew I was pounds heavier than the first shoot. And I wanted to stay myself with my dreadlocks and I was this weight, but even when I was that way, I was thinking it wasn't right. There was a hesitation in wanting to even rebrand because I didn't want to put myself out there. But when I just embraced who I am and capturing who I am in this season of my life and this body at this age, and then seeing that reflection back of, I've still got it. I'm still beautiful. I'm still all these things. (laughs) We all have this fear of also competing and comparing not even to other people, but to our past selves. And so that was a really big thing of I was in competition with my previous brand. And I don't know if you've seen this with other clients and things, but even my photographers in her image photography were like, oh my gosh, but we love this website. And when you and I were talking, we were trying to make these micro tweaks to see if we can step into this new thing. And then you just start like piecemealing and cutting and you just you lose everything. So you really, 
the challenge is like when you're starting to grow and expand and grow out of like a pot, you need to be repotted in a new pot. And so (laughs) there came a point where I think I, yeah, I think I hired you to create some things and we were just trying to Frankenstein it. And it was just like, this isn't working, trying to duct tape and tape it together. It was like, this isn't it. We have to really start fresh all over again to step into the next evolution of my brand and being. You brought up so many good points. Every person has gone through the photo shoot dilemma. You're first photo shoot was so amazing. You can even say dozens of people hired her after they saw your website with those photos. It was so impactful. And you were truly in your brand essence at that time. And then flash forward to to the, the most current photo shoot and the same thing happened. The, the difference is that we're constantly embodying new energies, new growth, new parts of ourselves that we're bringing into our brands. The reason why I never really offer brand refreshes is what I'll call them, because it's so hard to redesign a new space when you're holding on to new things. It's similar. The analogy that I like to use is if you have a house and let's say your parents decided to give you all of their old furniture and you're like, oh my God, this table's cute. And you try to bring it into a new room, but it doesn't match my new furniture and it doesn't match this new vibe that I'm creating. And then oftentimes something's off and I don't know what it is. And it's always the old furniture. I'm not saying always get rid of all the old stuff because there's, it's great to have, but I think it's really difficult to recreate when you are holding on to all the old, especially because people also don't like to let go of old brands. I always tell the story, Marie Forleo, she relaunched her website, I think it was about five years ago at this point. And people were so upset. They want the old brand back. <laughs> they were messaging her. And someone told me that story who worked on her team. And you say to yourself, why would they want the old brand so much? When it's because people don't really love change. But with our personal brands, it's probably a similar experience that we feel internally. People always adjust because they connect. They realign with the new energy that you're putting out with your new brand. I'd love to talk about when we were choosing photos for your homepage, we were going back and forth because everyone has many different sides to themselves. And specifically, when we were looking at the photos, we're like, all right, this one is very warm and inviting. And then this other one was really bold and it had a very powerful energy. And I remember you said to me, everyone likes this other image, but you know what? I like this one because I'm stepping into this energy. And I was like, then that's the one we're using. (laughs) And I think people feel that. Totally. And I remember when we were figuring out what's the photo for Lead With Love podcast with my podcast of changing that. And it was the same. Oh, wait, there's a reason why I want to choose this more like sultry, sensual, almost editorial vibe. And I had to go really back to the Pinterest board and the mood board that we were creating and what the images that I was being drawn to when I was creating my vision and ideas for the brand was really reclaiming the artist within. Mm. So it wasn't about being a business coach and welcoming and like that vibe is all there for me and a cozy couch and all the pieces. And those photos are on the website. They're on the homepage. It's just not the kind of the hero image at the top. And I really wanted to unpack more of that deep feminine essence and I'm like bare, like I don't even have any clothes on, on, on the top. And I just remember I was really inspired by one of these Alicia Keys albums and just more of that energy where I I wanted more of a 
like an artist recording album type cover versus every other business coach, author, speaker Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to tell that story. I wanted to be more of reclaiming the artist within and deepening into artistry and creativity and the integration of where business and life and all those pieces. And also, you know, that um, brand came out in, was that in 2020? I th- or I think maybe we came out in 2021, maybe, but the yeah. photo shoot was in 2020. Yes. But we just going through a pandemic and all of mm. the things and the grief and the loss that I experienced in such a short amount of time the year prior, really capturing that lived embodied wisdom yes. and experience. And so it's just a different essence and energy and it wakes people up. We're doing things differently here, which is what I talk about in my book, right? We build differently. We build with love and we're not building with hustle culture in mind. We're building with more intention and ease. I know. And I love the mission behind your brand because it's always very much intertwined. And I think most people's goal is for their brands to feel the way that you are actually describing And the way that you do that is by really tuning in. And we've had so many conversations about that. It's one of your master gifts, in my opinion, is like really being able to sit with who you are and how you want people to feel when they interact with you and your brand. And I think you've done an amazing job with fully embodying that and living it out in the best ways. Most people listening, they're going to be going to your website to take a look to see at those images because uh, what we did was really amazing um, on your current website. And I think people are still messaging me. This site is so awesome. And I'm sure... You're already leaning into your next versions a little bit. It's different for everybody, but once it hits a few years, you just start to continue to evolve, which is a good thing. Brings me to my next question. Have you started to feel that next evolution? What is next for you? I know your book is doing amazing and obviously your business is thriving, but would love to hear what's next so everyone can hear about it. Yeah. So I think for me, it's doubling down on the She Builds universe. But I remember one of our conversations that you and I were having when we were doing the rebrand was, I was like, I don't want it to just be about me. But in isolation, we were in the pandemic, in quarantine. And so I think what's next for me is really expanding the brand or even having the sister brand, right? I have jadaselner.com, which is the personal brand. And then there's shebuilds.com, which just holds the book. Mm. But I think that brand is expanding into its own universe and world and very community focused because I have now a creative studio in Lafayette, California. So going full circle back to my husband and I started a brick and mortar business in 2008, 2009 called Little Sprouts Playhouse. We closed that business down, moved in with my in-laws. Then we started the simple green smoothies and that evolution. And so we're coming back to rooted, grounded, in-person space for gathering, for community, for co-creation, collaboration. And so I want to grow the brand in a way where it's not just Jada, (laughs) that we're expanding, that there's more voices, more representation of all the people that I'm serving behind the scenes and making that more public in the front. Uh, I just did anti-hustle vision casting workshop in my studio with 25 plus women, having my mindset coach and even my mom as our retreat doula be a part of that. Yeah. So really for me, it's going back to my roots of community. 
So I think that's the piece that I would want to play with and explore more in kind of the expansion of the brand. I really love my brand. I love the colors and all of those pieces. So it feels more of just an extension and expansion versus a redesign of what's existing right now. I know something will come, but I feel like I'm still in the season of She Builds And I'm like a slow cooker, which I talk about in my book (laughs) versus a pressure cooker. So I like things to simmer for a long time. And for me, business is my art. It's also a vehicle for me to express love in the world. And that's the framework inside she builds of L-O-V-E, lead, optimize, visualize, and expand. I'm in that expansion season where everything I want this book to do and everything I wanted, the personal brand and the photo shoot. I also want to share with us doing kind of the branding and the photos, even before this newer website was up, was I was able to use those in my book proposal with She Builds. And so having that brand in place was really helpful of getting a $200,000 book deal with a top five publishing house with Harper Business. So power of branding really gives people so much credibility and trust. They're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall, even though we might be behind the scenes trying to figure (laughs) it all out. But my book proposal is so beautiful and all of those things. And we didn't even finish. Mm -hmm. We hadn't put the new website out. In those iterations of evolution, then you can start to step in and feel what you are stepping into. So my what's next is definitely like expansion, community. I want to keep doing more in-person events and workshops. I'm actually doing an online vision workshop for people who want to do it in their cozy pajamas because I know you like to change the world in your pajamas. (laughs) And then growing She Builds Collective, being able to have more creative CEOs and founders sharing resources, coming in person to plan their quarters in a very strategic way. But for me, it's the curation of communities. It's always been my word, even from the first business to simple green smoothies, growing over millions of followers across Instagram, Facebook, email subscribers. And I think I went into my creative cocoon of being very solo. And now Mm -hmm. I'm in that emergent expression and now into an expansion season where I'm ready to serve and hold more. And so community would be the essence word. And it's always yeah. been it, but that was coming to the forefront. And we can feel it. I'm just like, I'm like, sign me up. Where's the community? I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go. And I think honestly, I really do believe this 2024 is going to be all about community. I think people have had it even with just like living in the online space. It feels like a nightmare right now. And just in the way that the world is, we all need to get back to being in real life with people and surrounded by creativity and community. So I think you're onto something there, 100%. So my last question I'm asking everybody on this that comes on the podcast is, what does building a brand really mean to you? I would say it means connecting to my core essence and letting that be a reflection that other people can really feel who you are, what you're about, what you're creating. And to me, it's also about co-creation. This isn't something that's done in isolation. It's not a one-person show, or for me, it's not. I really love how we get to collaborate together in real time, where we're sharing screens, making live edits, 
I love collaborating with the photographers mm -hmm. and wardrobe styling because it's like building my next wardrobe capsule. <laughs> the process can be really fun. It's also nice. very scary, right, to put yourself out there again and reintroduce yourself. But it is such an empowering process. And so when you're feeling that nudge of reinvention, branding is something that soothes the soul and can actually get you into clarity if you're feeling stuck about what is next. So good. Perfect answer. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much. I am so grateful that you joined us today. And I want to make sure that anybody that's listening, what is the best place to connect with you right now? If people want to reach out or anything that you're offering right now, I would say definitely head over to jadaselner.com. And also, if you're a podcast listener and you're listening to this, the Lead with Love podcast on all your favorite podcast players. And then shebuilds.com will take you to get the book. It's on Audible. I got to read it myself, which I loved. And I'd also love to gift your listeners. Since we've been talking about visioning and that. I actually pull from my vision boards. Remember, I shared yes. a picture of my <laughs> vision board with you of part of the mood board and I pulled a lot of those kind of colors and words into the actual visual brand as well as into my book, which we didn't even go into that. Yeah. The typography and the colors from my brand were actually used in SheBuilds and saved my book cover. <laughs> <laughs> because if I didn't have that in place, the book cover would have looked a lot different and I would have been crying. So yes. what I would love to do is gift a vision workshop that I do like guide people through the process of the future prompts of stepping into your next three years and beyond. So if you go to shebuild.com slash vision, and then put in the code. What would be a good code for your community? Branding or design. <laughs> Branding your design. If you put that code in that link, then you'll get that for free and not have to pay anything for it and can guide you through that process. Of course, I would love people to come to an in-person or an online version of that, but that is a great place to start um, to make it free, affordable, and accessible because I just want more people connecting to their vision and to their essence and who they are in the world and then using branding as a vehicle to express themselves on a global level. Amazing. That's so nice of you. It is the best workshop. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could download, follow, and leave me a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred platform. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And remember, the best way to create a brand you love is to be yourself 